0: Receiving inner guidance in the silence of meditation, from the depths within, living from the center of our being, is the focus of today's edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, a Santmont Satsang podcast, edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. The art of listening in the silence of meditation provides us with countless opportunities to see clearly without the usual day-to-day distractions perceiving the events of our life from a higher vantage point. This is from Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Silence gives us a new way of looking at everything. Silence allows angels to whisper good advice into our ears. It also makes it possible for the authentic self to rise to the surface, introducing a new divine power or divine grace into this dimension of reality. It imparts insight and ultimately wisdom born out of the depth or womb of contemplative silence gives birth to the realization of the soul itself. This is from one of my favorite ancient texts, the Nag Hammadi Library, found in Egypt, from the book of Alleghenus the stranger, the foreigner, the stranger in a strange land, Allaghenis. There was within me a stillness of silence, and I heard the blessedness whereby I knew my real self." This is from a Quaker spiritual classic called The Lord of Silence. The God who speaks to the human spirit in the silence is not limited by language, because the language of the spirit is universal. Whoever listens to this God without words, by means of faith, inspiration, contemplation, tuning into the wavelength of the Spirit, recognizes that God sends out continuous messages. And this is from the Syriac Acts of St. Thomas in India. The Acts of Thomas represents one of the earliest writings in the Syriac language, which is a Dialect of Aramaic, one of those early Syriac classics, along with the Odes of Solomon, some discourses of Bardesion, the Gnostic teacher, the Book of Steps, and Psalms of Ephraim the Syrian, the Acts of St. Thomas, one of the early examples of Syriac texts. I will come to you in the silence. Once again, from the book of al from the Nag Hammadi Library collection, a prayer found in Egypt. Bestow upon us a spirit of knowledge for the revelation of your mysteries, to come to a knowledge of ourselves, where we have come from, where we are going, and what we should do in order to live. This is a spiritual quote from Solomon Abin Gabriel. The first step in the acquisition of wisdom is silence. The second listening, the third memory, the fourth practice, and the fifth teaching others. Today wisdom from the masters or mystics of East and West on the power of silence to guide our every step. So each step brings us closer to our most noble goals, leading us into a life of love, peacefulness, and enlightened existence. This is from the Jesus Sutras of China, composed sometime during the seventh century by this fairly mysterious group that's hard to categorize. Called the Dakin, the Church of the Light, which seems to be a Syriac Christian group, or is it Mandaean or Manichaean? In any case, it's very influenced by Taoism and Buddhism as well. As I say, hard to categorize them, but they have some wonderful scriptures, including this about silence and guidance. To be pure and still means to be open to purity and stillness. As a result, you can intuit the truth. Detach yourself from what disturbs and distracts you, and be as pure as one who breathes in purity. Be as pure as one who breathes in purity and emptiness. This state is the gateway to enlightenment. It is the way to peace and happiness. What a great verse from the Jesus Sutras, a collection of Nestorian scriptures found in China that reveal this amazing synthesis of Taoist Nestorian Church of the East, or maybe some Manichaeanism as well, along with Buddhist spirituality. Most of the time, we human beings are distracted surface dwellers. We live from the levels of conscious mind and ego, with our attention hopelessly held captive by the turbulence and agitation of our day-to-day circumstances. If we can develop a daily meditation practice, learn to take a break and detach ourselves, allowing some space for the silence to speak to us, we will gain access to a higher wisdom. We can be inspired from a higher source. If we can pause and listen, taking time each day to meditate, this will provide opportunities for angels, the inner master power, or the great invisible spirit to communicate, to whisper into our inner ear. This is from the book The Way of the Saints by Kripal Singh. Learn to sit still, and be mentally still, and the silence thus generated will be more vocal than words spoken and written, and you will have an instantaneous solution, not only to your own personal problems, but to the problems of others as well. Insight will come to us in the silence of meditation. We will be inspired in ways we never thought possible. Creativity will flow as never before. A divine voice will lead us in new positive directions and ultimately will guide us above. This is from one of those early mystic founders of the Baha'i faith. It is an axiomatic fact that while you meditate, you are speaking with your own spirit. In that state of mind, you put certain questions to your spirit and the spirit answers. The light breaks forth and the reality is revealed. Abdul Baha of the Baha'i Faith By giving birth to ourselves in the womb of silent meditation, the higher self or spirit becomes not only a theoretical center of our being, but a reality we directly experience. We learn to begin living from the center of our being, our divine ground of being tapping into a higher wisdom coming from the level of the self or spirit, soul and Oversoul. Kripal Singh in The Way of the Saints So long as we cannot have this restful silence within us, the soul cannot listen to the voice of silence arising out of the greatest depths of silence. By following that voice, we can reach the source and fountainhead of the great silence called God and be blessed forever. This is from the wisdom of Abdul Baha of the Baha'i Faith on the power of silence. Abdul Baha was a mystic and the second leader of the Baha'i Faith. One of my favorite Baha'i texts features Abdul Baha's talks given at a Quaker meeting house at St. Martin's Lane in London, Sunday, January 12, 1913. It's an incredibly wonderful talk that, for me, sums up the mystical contemplative journey rather nicely. On this path of inner guidance and revelation, he says, About 1,000 years ago, a society was formed in Persia called the Society of Friends, who gather together for silent communion with the Supreme Being. They divided divine philosophy into two parts, one kind that is of which the knowledge can be acquired through lectures and study in schools and colleges, intellectual knowledge, in other words. The second kind of philosophy was that of the Illuminati, or followers of the light. In this case, that's what the word Illuminati is referring to. The schools of this philosophy were held in silence, meditating and turning their faces to the source of light, From that central light, the mysteries of the kingdom were reflected in the hearts of these people. All the divine problems were solved by this power of illumination. When they assemble in their meeting house, they sit silently and contemplate. Their leader opens with a certain proposition and says to the assembly, You must meditate on this problem. Then, freeing their minds from everything else, they sit and reflect and before long the answer is revealed to them. Many abstruse divine questions are solved by this illumination. Through the faculty of meditation man attains to eternal life. Through it he receives the breath of the Holy Spirit. The bestowal of the Spirit is given in reflection and meditation. The spirit of man is itself informed and strengthened during meditation. Through it, affairs of which man knew nothing are unfolded before his view. Through it, he receives divine inspiration. Through it, he receives heavenly sustenance. Meditation is the key for opening the doors of mysteries. In that state, man abstracts himself. In that state, man withdraws himself from all outside objects. In that subjective mood, he is immersed in the ocean of spiritual life and can unfold the secrets of things in themselves. To illustrate this, think of man as endowed with two kinds of sight. When the power of insight is being used, the outward power of vision does not see. This faculty brings forth from the invisible realm the sciences and arts. Through the meditative faculty inventions are made possible. Colossal undertakings are carried out. Through this faculty man enters into the very kingdom of God. Nevertheless some thoughts are useless to man. They are like waves moving in the sea without result. But if the faculty of meditation is bathed in the inner light and characterized with divine attributes, the results will be confirmed. Abdul Baha of the Baha'i Faith on inner guidance in the silence of meditation. Note the statement above mentioning the philosophy of the Illuminati is not about conspiracy theories or nefarious secret societies. In this particular case, Illuminati is referring to those who are illumined or enlightened by the inner light. Abdul Baha was speaking at a gathering of Quakers, or society of friends, and they described themselves as followers of the inner light, an important teaching in Quakerism. And Quakers have also cultivated the same spiritual practice of seeking guidance about the affairs of life and eternity in the silence of contemplative meditation. Good to make time every day for being self-introspective, to ponder the meaning of events in one's life and be genuinely inspired, to be genuinely inspired by the insights revealed during meditation. The silence is speaking volumes to us. If we can tap into this inner wisdom, it will transform our lives, allowing us to be more spiritually centered Ego, mind, karma, and fate only go so far. Divine grace busts into the world of time and space, offering a higher path, something better, a way forward. This is from a Quaker classic, speaking of Quakerism, A Testament of Devotion by Thomas Kelly, a Quaker mystic. A favorite book of Cynthia Bourgeau, she used to quote at the... uh, Bangor Theological Seminary, when they had their centering prayer gatherings there once upon a time. Thomas Kelly, a favorite of Cynthia Bourgeau. Deep within us all there is an amazing inner sanctuary of the soul, a holy place, a divine center, a speaking voice to which we may continually return Contemplative silence, the art of tapping into our source of inner wisdom and guidance today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. In this matrix or labyrinth of existence, we can become quite habituated into remaining as surface dwellers, living inundated by all the outward distractions that life on earth provides we may ask ourselves, am I availing myself of the spiritual direction and wisdom that comes from within? This would be a source of wisdom that not only provides an inner perception of bliss, insight, or affirms a truth of some sort that one may believe in, but also an inner intuition that can make a positive contribution to one's outward life on the physical plane. Mystics teach that the inner and the outer life are not separate. There is a relationship between one and the other. A life-affirming state of being on the inside leads one to making an outward life that's something more heavenly, too. There are both inward and outward avenues to wisdom. There is the wisdom of living teachers with us now, as well as the wisdom left behind in the form of world scriptures and spiritual classics, by spiritual masters, mystics and teachers or saints of previous generations. This is from Maharishi Mehi Parmhans. Through association with masters, the hearing of spiritual talks and study, wisdom can be acquired. Wisdom is essential in determining what is the right way to live your life. It's a quote found from a book in a book by Maharishi Mehi called The Philosophy of Liberation. This is from the Mishnah, a Jewish text. Let thy house be a place of meeting for the wise and dust thyself with the dust of their feet and drink their words with thirst. The Mishnah. And this is from Krishna from the Bhagavad Gita. Approach someone who has realized the purpose of life and question him with reverence and devotion. He will instruct you in this wisdom. Once you attain it, you will never be deluded. You will see all creatures in the self and all in me, unquote. The superior man acquaints himself with many sayings of antiquity and many deeds of the past in order to strengthen his character thereby. That's from the I Ching of Confucianism. Without proverbs, traditional wisdom, the language would be but a skeleton without flesh, a body without soul. That's a Zulu proverb from South Africa. Ain't that the truth? Without proverbs or traditional wisdom, the language would be but a skeleton without flesh, a body without soul. And indeed, if you look online, on Twitter, and many sites, the comments section of many social networking sites, uh, language has indeed become a complete skeleton. This is from the Jainist Sutras. Whoever discovers the interpretation of these sayings will not taste death. That's actually from the Gospel of Thomas, the beginning of the Gospel of Thomas. This is from a Jainist Sutra. Absorbed in the scriptures and their purport, he transcends the cycle of birth and death. Once again, focusing on wisdom, being inspired by the wisdom of others gives us a jump start, a head start. Outward instruction and inspiration is priceless. And there is also an inner voice of the silence we can tap into. There is a speaking of God in the core of the soul where no creature can enter or speak for only God lives there and only he speaks. God speaks there when the soul puts aside all that is created when she silences her powers and gains a vision into the foundation of her pure essence. In this pure and silent soul, God the Father speaks, and she hears his voice. That's a quote from the Book of Spiritual Poverty by an anonymous mystic from the Rhineland of Germany, one of the friends of God from that medieval mystic movement centered in Germany. There is a speaking of God in the core of the soul where no creature can enter or speak. For only God lives there and only He speaks. God speaks there when the soul puts aside all that is created. When she silences her powers and gains a vision into the foundation of her pure essence. In this pure and silent soul God the Father speaks, and she hears his voice. One of my favorite quotes from the Book of Spiritual Poverty. The imaginations of the mind are just as innumerable as the innumerable waves of an ocean. If somehow this mind can become quiet by itself, attainment of true knowledge, like a diamond, will become easily possible, Everyone is in this world sad and restless because of lack of true knowledge. The true knowledge can be attained only when the mind becomes quiet. That's a verse from the Saki Granth of Guru Kabir. Through silent meditation we can step outside the box. Silence speaks volumes. The practice of receiving inner guidance or hearing the voice of life the life impulse of the Supreme Being in the silence of contemplation is a universal teaching of all great saints and mystics, East and West. In The Way of the Saints, speaking to both the need for guidance about more temporal matters as well as inner wisdom that leads to the eternal experience of ultimate reality, Kirpal Singh says, there is a cardinal need for developing inner receptivity The master power, as you all know, is not confined to any particular place, it is working in and around you. You have but to turn your face towards him inwardly, to get the required help and guidance, whenever necessary. Learn to sit still and be mentally still, and the silence thus generated will be more vocal than words spoken and written and you will have an instantaneous solution to not only your own personal problems, but to the problems of others as well. God is the ocean of utmost and restful silence. So long as we cannot have this restful silence within us, the soul cannot listen to the voice of silence arising out of the greatest depths of silence. By following that voice we can reach the source and fountainhead of the great silence called God and be blessed forever. In the silence, the heart illumines. Veil after veil is removed. In the heart shines the light and the very silence becomes vocal, giving vent to the music of the spheres reverberating in all creation. very powerful quote from Kripal Singh the way of the saints. Which is another way of saying the path of the masters. And finally today, this is from Paramahansa Yogananda in my favorite Yogananda book called Metaphysical Meditations. Paramahansa Yogananda in Metaphysical Meditations guided souls into their own experience of inner wisdom and insight this is a kind of prayer that's a poem that's also an affirmation at the same time that's the format of metaphysical meditations I will bring thy presence consciously into my mind through meditation in order to solve the problems life has sent me teach me to know that thou art the power that keeps me healthy, prosperous, and seeking Thy truth. On the throne of silent thoughts, the God of peace is directing my actions today. I will use my creative thinking ability to gain success in every worthwhile undertaking. I will attune myself to Thy wisdom. To direct my habit, guided will. I will cultivate calmness of mind, knowing that God is ever with me. I am spirit. Paramahansa Yogananda from his spiritual classic, a collection of prayers that are also poems, that are also affirmations at the same time, called metaphysical meditations. Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am, be still and know, be still, be. Be still and know that I am God. And once again, and in conclusion today, the Syriac Acts of St. Thomas in India, a sentence from one of the hymns of St. Thomas. I will come to you in the silence. Receiving inner guidance in the silence of meditation, from the depths within, living from the center of our being. Today on this Sant Mat Satsang podcast edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio, my name is James Bean. This program is here every week at this time. Feel free to visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. My email address is james at com, And you can send me a text message if you live within the U.S. at this number, 508-603-9381. Text message number for the U.S., 508-603-9381. In the U.S. or anywhere outside the U.S., the email address, of course, james at com. See you again next week at the same time for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio.